happens in Christ. For he chose us in him before the foundation of the world to be holy and blameless in love before him. He predestined us to be adopted as sons through Jesus Christ for himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace that he lavished on us in the beloved one. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace that he richly poured out on us with all wisdom and understanding. He made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure that he purposed in Christ as a plan for the right time to bring everything together in Christ, both things in heaven and things on earth in him. In him we have also received an inheritance because we were predestined according to the plan of the one who works out everything in agreement with the purpose of his will, so that we who had already put our hope in Christ might bring praise to his glory. In him you also were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and when you believed. The Holy Spirit is the down payment of our inheritance until the redemption of the possession to the praise of his glory. May God bless the reading of his word to us today. And we come, take comfort in the fact that Bruce is in, enjoying his inheritance now. Serving. 
First, I want to say thank you for everybody that came out. My dad was born March 23rd, 1947, in Richmond, California. June 20th of this year, at, yeah, June 20th, 12.06 in the morning, he lost his fight. With progressive supernuclear palsy. It's a disorder that kills back here in the base of the brain. So that basically just cut off all signals to the body and slowly took his life. Thank everybody for coming out. Thank you all for coming. My name is Steve Rogers, his youngest son. And my dad to me was a great man. He loved me unconditionally. I went into the military, served during the Gulf War. My dad, he understood what I went through. No matter what I told him about that war, my dad still loved me. No matter what I had done, and I look back now, and I remember some happy times. Like a time when I was about maybe 10, we were in Tahoe, going down a hill on an inner tube. I started bouncing off the back, and my dad grabbed me but, to pull me back into the inner tube. But instead, he accidentally threw me in front of the inner tube and ran me over with it. 
Now I bounced up, covered in, in snow, head to toe, laughing. And that was a fun memory. I also remember going to state championship with my police activities league wrestling team. And nobody in my weight class, so I went up a weight class. And my dad, for the first time, was there to watch me at a wrestling match. And I remember when I was being pinned for the first time, I looked over, and it was like in a movie, slow motion, and I saw my dad, and I said, no, it's not going to happen today. I was on my back, but I reversed that pin. Ended up taking second place. My dad was proud of me that day. But again, I wish I had more memories with him. Thank you guys. Appreciate you guys being here.
asked me if I would uh, share some things in terms of memory 
and our relationship with them. When you think of Bruce, you have to think of Bruce and Norma. They go together. Uh, they're one and, and the same in many respects. We met the Rogers uh, 12 years ago for the first time um, when we were assigned as divisional leaders uh, for the Southwest Division for the Salvation Army, and they were in Bullhead City. The truth is we knew all about them even before we met them. Because one of the things of, that we had in common was that both of us served as Salvation Army pastors in a little town called Globe, Arizona. The difference was 30 years apart. I was only 22. Bruce was a whole lot older. (laughs) But over that period of 30 years and even more, we shared the same administrative assistant. And to this day, uh, Sharon, who currently lives in Virginia, um, continually writes to to us and and updates us on all uh, what is happening. we learned about Bruce's illness um, because of what Sharon wrote to us, and we're able to be able to share and to, to pray for them that way. Um, Bruce and Norma were Salvation Army pastors, four different locations. Uh, they served first in Roseville, California, in Chico. Went to Chico and then Roseville after that, and that was a new opening, wasn't it? Brand new Salvation Army opening in Roseville. And then Sun City, where they thought they might retire, Globe first and then Sun City and then Bullhead City. Got it. But right after we became divisional leaders, we did um, have the opportunity, one of the first places to visit within a division was Bullhead City and to really and to finally meet them face to face and to share the same stories we've been hearing for over all those many years. Um, We appreciate it very much. We had the opportunity to uh, retire them to share in that retirement. Um, we tried to make it a public event, but Bruce, in his humble way, didn't want a big public event. Uh, he wouldn't let us come to Bullhead City and put on an event, which we would normally do because of his humility. So we brought them to Phoenix. <laughs> and we put on an event in Phoenix without them knowing about it. And uh, so we had that opportunity to share that. I wanted to share some words of a song, and don't worry if you know me, I'm not going to sing it. But these are words of a song um, that I believe very specifically describes who Bruce is and what his personality is. And it's called A Soldier. And this is what it says. I just want to be a soldier in the army of the king. Just a good and faithful soldier who's given Christ his everything. I'm content to be a worker in the vineyard of the Lord To hear him say, well done, my servant, that's all I want for my reward. I would rather be a doorman in the household of the Lord than be that wealthy man who sold his soul and bought the world. To live a simple life for Jesus, that's all I ask, that's all I need, to reap a harvest in those places or be the one who plants the seed. And if I die for him tomorrow... Don't cry for me when I'm gone. Don't lay me down with words of sorrow, for I'm just a soldier going home. That's who Bruce was. And we were privileged to work with him and to know them and to get to know Zach and Gigi as well uh, during that time. We heard Zach actually preach 
a sermon once over there, and, uh, um, it, it, and he reflected his grandfather's um, spirit in doing that, and we were pre- privileged to be able to hear that. That's my memory of Bruce Rogers. this time, we're going to um, open up the podium if anyone else would like to share some memories of Bruce. Um, now's the time to do so. Hi, my name's Tracy Rogers, and um, <clears throat> Bruce and Normal raised some beautiful children three beautiful children, and 22 years ago, they took on two more. Um, About that same time, I came into the picture, um, and they accepted me with open arms, and uh, I I met Bruce and Norma over dinner in a Mongolian restaurant. And uh, I, I have high anxieties, so I make jokes and stupid things. And um, we were at the dessert part, and you know, you eat Mongolian barbecue with chopsticks, and uh, there was Jello, and I had to eat the Jello with the chopsticks, and I was very nervous. And that was the funny thing I had to do just to break the tension and. Bruce broke up laughing, and it was then I knew we would be okay. And because of my high anxieties, it took me forever to call them mom and dad. And I still really don't, but I finally got the courage to do that the last time I saw him. And I knew that he knew because he reached out and grabbed my hand. So I'm glad I have that and the chopsticks, you know. Hi. Wow. That's loud. Uh, My name is Bruce, and we came to the church about five years ago. Ben was the first to meet us and introduce himself, and Bruce was the second to introduce himself. I remember in this room, Bruce would always come and sit with us when we would have the little cookie time after church. And uh, my mother's, I'm Bruce, my mother's name is Norma, so that... uh, was kind of fun and um, my mom was starting to fail uh, and Bruce was already starting to fail and when my I got to experience their ministry they were at my house every day until uh, my mom passed every single day and they anything we needed they would they'd 
sat with uh, my mom and so my dad and I could get out and um, I've become real close with the family and I just love you guys and I'll miss Bruce and thank you for letting me share and thank you for ministering to my family the way you did and I love you kids too so thank you smiling at me. <laughs> Hello everyone. Thank you again for being here. I've heard a lot about my uncle and some wonderful things have been said, but you don't know the Uncle Bruce I knew. <laughs> the cousins know what I'm talking about. I had some of my earliest childhood memories are with my Uncle Bruce. He brought joy to me every time I saw him, talked to him, and he still brings joy. But I remember being very young. He was a young uncle, right, Mom? <laughs> young uncle. And I think he was maybe 14 or so when I was born, 15, something like that. But I can recall him being a young teenager. And I told this story to my cousins earlier on the grass of Grandma's yard. And reaching my hands up, and he was the one that would me and you know when you take those kids and you spin them around and around and around and you can as and I think of that memory and I still feel that joy and my breath being taken away and the fall to the ground but it was fun Uncle Bruce was the fun uncle always had fun with my Uncle Bruce anytime we were gonna see Uncle Bruce it was a wonderful time we played a lot of games. He was the one playing with us when we were little children. He was the one throwing us in the water. He was the one that was spinning us around and doing all these things. He was also the prankster who would play lots of tricks on us. <laughs> and those will live on for many generations. We've all learned how to milk the mouse. <laughs> We've all learned what it's like if you're running through a forest and Cameron just learned that yesterday, but it's like running through a forest, and so many other things. And I can remember clearly when Aunt Norma came into the picture, because, you know, until then, I really thought it was me, and I was the favorite one. <laughs> but in those days, you were able to go out to the tarmac in Oakland Airport and go right up to the plane. And then they came off down the, down the stairs, and they had little Brucey with him. <laughs> and I remember just looking at this person who is now my aunt and thinking, who is this woman and why does she talk so strange? <laughs> but I love her. And we've just had so many memories and fun memories. But I've heard all the things and how much joy that he's brought to all of you in his adult life. But he was born to do that. And he did that in his entire life. And so that's just a few memories I wanted to share. And um, he'll always bring joy. Thank you. Hello. Most of you know I'm Miss Kim. 
when I came to the church, I was the Christian education director. And Zach and Gigi were my call upon. I was even taller than Zach back in that day. <laughs> I met them first, and then I, on Tuesday nights, Norm and Bruce started attending because they were sent, attending another church on Sundays. Bruce and I hit it off immediately. All, all of you in the room know him well. He had a sense of humor that was a little off base. And he mumbled it. So you'd be laughing and everybody would look at you. And he would sit there like, what? I didn't do anything. Well, um, I used to work the Halloween, the big Halloween harvest here. Now, Bruce was great at interpreting people. He could see situations. Pope's even naughty. So he was my right-hand man, but nobody knew it. So he would sit in this back room, and while things were going on, he'd call me over or use the walkie-talkie. Kim, you got a fire to put out. So-and-so's not talking to so-and-so. This person's out of candy. This one's giving a... He knew everything that was going on, and he would just sit there. No one even knew he was there. Even afterwards, I say, well, I found this out. What do you mean Bruce was there? He was in the background just observing just he made me do my job better so i am going to miss him greatly you guys have been a part of my family Gigi's my house sitter because i travel a lot so that works out really well for me they lived up the street so yes thank you all for coming today and i've heard stories of so many of you so it's nice to see you thank you man there's I remember when, when me and Gigi were very little, it was uh, Globe, Arizona. And it was one Halloween special, so we did like a little, little haunted house thing, you know, inside the church. I remember I walked out, I see my dad had his hair painted black. I was like, okay, who is this person sitting here? Who is this? Okay, and then I'm like, okay, I went to my mom, I'm like, hey, mom, uh, who, who is this? You know, she's like, she didn't recognize him until he said something. I was like, oh, my gosh, that was dad. Wow, I'm, I'm embarrassed now. <laughs> but, no, honestly, thank you guys very much for, for coming out here. I mean, it really means a lot. Thank you. My name's Richard Steven. I'm the Corps Sergeant Major over at the Bullhead City Corps. Bruce and Norma ordained me as the Corps Sergeant Major when I was over when they were over there. And they're great friends. They did anybody anything for anybody that needed help. Even gave people rides to Vegas to the doctors and hospitals there. But I have a couple great memories of Bruce and Norma. And I was a gold prospector. And when Bruce retired, he wanted to go prospecting with me. He bought a Jeep, <laughs> even. But because of health problems with my wife and then myself and then Bruce, we never did get out there in the dirt. <laughs> But anyway, the, one of my great memories is when at Christmas time we were 
we give gifts to the pastors at Christmas. I snuck out and changed my uniform into an UPS uniform that I had to make because you couldn't get an UPS uniform. So I made a brown shirt, put UPS on it, and come walking in. I was out of breath, like I was running, and, and I was looking for Bruce and Norma. And they were, I knew who they were, but I was pretending I didn't. And come up there and yelling for Bruce and Norma. Anybody see them, you know? And they uh, just seeing the smile on their face when I came in in an UPS uniform, because Bruce did work for UPS at one time. So pulling a joke, I pretended that I was an UPS employee and in heavy traffic trying to get to the, the church on time to give them this package. And I had it wrapped up, wrapped up, wrapped up in a brown box to make it look like an UPS package. But just seeing the face, their faces lit up with great big smiles when I come running in there. But I will miss Bruce. And uh, I know he's up there in heaven with my wife right now. And, uh, and he don't need to be looking for gold out up there. He's probably dancing on the streets of gold. <laughs> and one of these days, I'll be up there with him. And we'll all be together as one big family again. Thank you. As we sit and we think about Bruce and the legacy he has left, I think it's right that we lament. Lament means to mourn, to cry. It's right that we weep. Even Jesus wept at the loss of his friend. And if we can't emulate anyone else in our lives, why not Jesus? With every drop, every tear that falls from our eyes, it is like refreshing water that refreshes our spirit as we remember that we too are not long for this world. We're not home yet. This earthly tent, this earthly tabernacle that we live in now erodes and decays. And our future place is in paradise. With the hope found in the Blessed Trinity, and Bruce has already found his way there. And we're broken hearted because we will miss Bruce. 
And we take comfort in the fact that God is near to the brokenhearted. That's what it promises is in the Psalms. But there's a hope in the blessed resurrection. And I think Bruce would be, would find me remiss if I did not say that if there's someone in this room who has not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, that he would implore you to make that commitment, that life that leads to eternal life and away from destruction. I'm going to read from John 14. It reads, Do not let your hearts be troubled. If you believe in God, believe in me also. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. But if you do not, you have, uh, but if not, I would have not told you, because I'm going to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, it will come, I will come again and receive you to myself. So that where you may be also, where I am, you may be also. And you know that the way uh, that know the way where I am going. And Thomas said to him, "Lord, we do not know where you are going. How will we be able to know the way?" And Jesus said, "I am the way, the truth, and life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known the Father also. From now on, you will know." him and have seen him peace I leave to you my peace I give to you not as the world gives I give to you do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid and as we think on this passage we we rejoice with our brother who's gone home this is a time of celebration for him that he's now in that dwelling place that Jesus went to prepare a place for him. And one day we will be with him. So even as we lament, we rejoice and we celebrate a man of God. And we remember that our days are numbered too. And as we remember our lives are numbered too, our days are numbered too, our prayer... Would that we would be like Bruce and have a live a life worth celebrating. Our challenge is to live a life as Bruce lived, a life worth celebrating. That when we go home, we get to hear the Master say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. At this time, we're going to close in song. Come, lead us in amazing grace. We know that you all know this song, so please join with us.
I can only imagine what it will be like when I walk by your side. I can only imagine what my eyes will see when your face is before me. I can only imagine. Surrounded by your glory, what will my heart feel? Will I dance for you, Jesus, or in awe of you be still? Will I stand in your presence, or to my knees will I fall? Will I sing hallelujah? Will I be able to speak at all? I can only imagine. I can only imagine. I can only imagine when that day comes and I find myself standing in the sun. I can only imagine when all I will do is forever.
Immediately following prayer, there's a, a gathering of fellowship over food. Um, I'm reminded of Jesus. One last thing he wanted to do with his disciples was dine. We'll dine together as we uh, fellowship and celebration, lament. I pray that God blesses you, protect you. May Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And look at you with favor and give you peace. And may this time of lament turn into a time that draws you closer to him. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.